Wow. Look at this magnificent submarine that we built for billions of dollars that will only be on screen for three minutes. The following podcast contains spoilers for Atlantis, the Lost Empire. You have been warned! What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Hello, Glenn. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling down in the dumps. I was, oh. I was a sick, sick little boy the last two days. Oh, Feel no. Got a little stomach bug. It's no fun. That's no fun at all. It is no fun at all, but yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did do in the meantime while dying on the throne, if you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I got a lot of editing done. Yeah, so that, that was good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of all I did. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, but uh, in the meantime of me doing that, I did uh, did watch a lot of YouTube because uh, I can't concentrate on a full movie while editing. So I, yeah, I got you. Uh, last week, uh, if you recall, I was watching a lot of that uh, Talkville podcast with mm-hmm. Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling. I cranked out like a whole season of them talking about all those episodes. Jesus Christ. As like sitting down and think of it, if they got an hour long episode each and I think I think I'm on I'm I'm at least on like episode twenty. So it's twenty wow. hours of just listening to that. Yeah. Th- during the whole weekend. Um but other than that, uh we watched a little movie. Yes. I think. If you Yes recall. we did. It was uh, The Last Voyage of Demeter. We can't really talk about it on the podcast, but we nope. have it on YouTube. You can check it out on there. Uh, after that, today, I decided, you know what, since I'm homesick today, maybe I will watch a movie. And not the one that we have to watch, but maybe also that one at the same time. Uh, and it was Mr. Nice Guy. I was browsing through uh, the YouTube catalog again. I'm like, I still don't know what's on this because they don't really show you everything. Mm. Like, they don't kind of hand it to you. You got to dive into it. Yeah, it's not like um, all the other streaming services. Yeah, so I found a, a nice little movie called Mr. Nice Guy. It's got Jackie Chan in it. It's from 1997, pretty much right before Rush Hour. I had no idea this movie existed. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, it's Jackie Chan. What could go wrong? Um everything but jackie chan (laughs) yeah this movie was literally anything but like the choreography this movie was just so it's bad acting and like uh, the characters that are in it or there's like three or four really like decent characters in it Mm -hmm. um but everybody else the crime lords mike i want you to watch at least like the first 10 minutes just the opening and just like, like the crime, there's like two rival gangs trying to get a hold of this tape that this, uh, this, 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 this like, uh, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck's the word for it? Like this uh, news reporter, like this news reporter was like privately, secretly doing all this investigation shit and recording these two gangs going at each other. And then now they're both going after her. And just the sequence of that first 10 minutes is just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what in the fuck is this? Yeah. And like you would think like it came out in 97. It it 
seemed like a product of the 80s of how just kind of bonkers and like let loose it was because this was late 90s like it shouldn't have even been this ridiculous Mm -hmm. it's like they just made the movie 10 years too late or something it looks like that might have been his first american movie i'm trying to see if he Ah. had another one um yeah i think that might have been his first american uh, but, uh, if I'm wrong, someone correct me. But from yeah. what I can tell, just looking at the list, it looks like his first American film. Uh, but I watched that. I wanted to give it a really low score, but the choreography is always good with Jackie. Yeah. And it seemed like most of the cast also did a lot of, maybe not a lot, but at least most of them attempted to do a lot of the type of choreography that he does. Yeah. Which which was cool. Like, obviously, um, people that weren't in his like immediate stunt team. So, like, there's just, like, uh, the news reporter, she was doing some cool shit, but she was, like, Australian or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not that she w- wouldn't be a part of her team or his team, but still. So, like, I, I had to give it at least some credit. Um, a lot of people were giving this at least, like, a, a two and a half to a three. I'm like, oh, dude, did that really deserve that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it for yeah. a while. Uh, but after that, I watched Atlantis, we, which we shall get into in just a little bit after you tell me what you've been doing, Papa Bear. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I got bit by a dog. I already told you this. That you did. <laughs> in the most comedic way possible. Uh, so I've been doing some door dashing just for some extra money. It's mm-hmm. re- it's legitimately like the easiest quick money mm-hmm. that you could make as like that of like gig culture. I hate gig culture, but... It is yeah. an easy way to make money. And uh, I was delivering a pizza to this this house, and this dog was, like, barking at me. And it was a cute dog. <laughs> and the only, like, the only reason I stopped is because I'm pretty good at, like, being able to tell if a dog's about to run up on me. Mm-hmm. I'd never thought it was going to bite me, but, like, my dog jumps up on people, which were, you know trying and failing to get it to stop doing so it's i was hard just to do it when uh, yeah she's the age she is now i was preparing to uh like just brace myself for it to jump on me mm-hmm. uh and uh when i stopped the owner said uh don't worry he doesn't bite half a second after he said he doesn't <laughs> bite he bit me uh, just like a little nip. If it hurt a lot worse than like the damage it did, like it hurt. Yeah. Like like I I said motherfucker in front of this per- this person's <laughs> six year old kid, uh, and because of the situation, of course, they did not get mad at me for cursing in front yeah. of their kid, um, and they were very apologetic and embarrassed and all that. And, like it didn't even break the skin, but it really hurt. And I just thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Half a second after they said, "Don't worry, he doesn't bite." He hey, don't worry. <laughs> First time I've ever been bitten by a dog, too. Uh, Crazy. But other than you know fighting off uh, dogs, mm-hmm. adorable dog. You know, despite it biting me, it was a, it was an adorable dog. Um, uh, I I finished. I started uh, two weeks ago uh, watching season three of the TV show uh, The Righteous Gemstones with mm-hmm. Danny McBride, John Goodman, Adam Devine. Uh, and a bunch of other people. Uh, I love this show. Uh, the third season came out, and I was just trying to wait for all the episodes to be out before yeah. I finished it, uh, or before I started season three. One of the best shows on TV now. It's it's hilarious. I highly suggest people check it out. Uh, I heard they also got picked up for a fourth season, which is I, I love, but this one kind of ended it in a, in a good way. I think they weren't sure if they were going to get a fourth season, so they ended yeah. it if they had to end it and 
Daniel uh, McBride's doing really good with his TV shows. Oh yeah, this uh, I, I don't. You haven't watched this yet, right, Clint? I don't really watch TV shows that often. No, uh, I didn't you, watch it to answer the question. You should watch this one. This one is okay. hilarious. You will roll on the floor laughing. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. I, I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, then I watched uh, one. I had a light movie week for for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Only five movies. Uh, first, I rewatched Oppenheimer because my brother-in-law had a gift card to Regal. He doesn't really go to the movies too much because he's a responsible adult, unlike me. <laughs> uh, he had a gift card, and he wanted to go see 70mm IMAX at King of Prussia. Yeah. Uh, because film is not a thing anymore, unfortunately, unless you go to like the niche shows that uh, art house theaters have. Mm-hmm. Um and so we went there. Uh, I gave him a little tour of the IMAX booth because I still know the general manager there from when I uh, worked for Regal. And uh, yeah, really, like the first time, I our reaction to it, Glenn, yeah. was, and I'm sure you already know this, was really because it was a three-hour movie after a two-hour movie, and Barbie yeah. is a lot more fun. I yeah. wouldn't say it's necessarily a better movie. I think they're pretty even keel, and you can't compare them because they're so different. There's no uh, reason to. Yeah, other than the whole Barbenheimer thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I, our our first reaction to it, we were just like tired and and fatigued, mm-hmm. and it was really hot in there because it was a sold out show. Uh, and this time around, I, I really I was able to really enjoy it more than I I did the first time, and. Uh, yeah, bumped it up. Uh, I am now. I now have Barbie and Oppenheimer for joint uh, third or fourth in my top ten. Ooh, um, so the Barbenheimer gets the third, fourth, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like they're, <laughs> they're four and a half stars, but I can't. Like I like them equally for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that yeah, it bumped up from like tenth to third or fourth. Uh, but whatever n- number the first one is between Barbie and Oppenheimer, they're they're tied for it in my mind mm-hmm. um but yeah so oppenheimer's great uh you can check out our review for that if you wanted to uh yeah. then we watched the last voyage of the demeter uh review for that on youtube like you said then i watched atlantis the lost empire which we're gonna get into in just a minute then yesterday i watched philadelphia with tom hanks for the first time really yeah it's just one of those movies i hadn't got around to yeah. Uh, really good movie really mm-hmm. s- solid movie uh everyone knows of course it's like one of the I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like it's probably one of the first mainstream movies to talk about the AIDS epidemic and everything. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Tom Hanks won an Oscar for his performance of that. Denzel Washington is great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I I thought it was a great movie. Um, it is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really it, sad, it is, too. It is really sad, yeah. I, I, I really... Uh, appreciated that it was uh you know sad because i feel like a lot of 90s <laughs> movies try to end happy yeah and sad endings are more of a now thing because everyone's depressed uh and why not just add to the pile <laughs> exactly uh then uh in my ingmar bergman collection i watched a movie called the serpent's egg which is about an american man uh in Berlin in 1923 when they're going through their depression after World War One, after they had all the sanctions put on them that made a pack of cigarettes uh, cost like a billion German marks or something. I mm-hmm. forget exactly how much it was, but like their economy was fucked uh, after World War One, which is one of the main reasons uh, that Hitler rose to power because he was the only... Uh, this is history. I'm not 
siding with him. People saw him as the only glimmer of hope yeah. for Germany, and that is uh, why putting dangerous shank sanctions on people is not necessarily always a good thing after you win a war. Uh, but yeah, Serpent's Egg, uh, uh, it was okay. Uh, it was kind of boring. David Carradine was the main actor, which is weird for an Ingmar Bergman movie. Um, and he was subpar. Like, not bad, but just, like, compared to Liv Ullman and everyone else that uh, Ingmar Bergman has, just not as good. Um, yeah, but it's fine. It is what it is. At this point, I'm kind of just slowly going through the Ingmar Bergman ones. I told myself <laughs> I have to finish the Ingmar Bergman movies How before I get to the Godzilla still? movies. I think I only have, like, seven left. That's not so, bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. One of them's five hours long. Yeah, so, <laughs> at least one a week. It's it's yeah. That's, that's what I'm, nice. that's what I'm trying to do, but it, it's a struggle. I'll tell mm. I'll tell you what. Uh, but yeah, oh, I bet you. I'll tell you what. Uh, but yeah, without any further ado, let's get into Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Ooh. Oh. A young linguist named Milo Thatch joins an intrepid group of explorers to find the mysterious lost continent of Atlantis. Directed by Gary Truesdale and Kirk Wise, written by Tab Murphy, another, we said last week, a great baseball name, mm -hmm. uh, with like Mookie Betts and, and others who I can't remember. Tug McGraw, that's another one. Uh, Kirk Wise, Gary Truesdale, starring Michael J. Fox, Jim Varney, Corey Burton, Claudia Christian, uh, Cree Summer, mm -hmm. Florence Stanley, Don Novello, uh, Jim Cummings is in there, Leonard Nimoy, Phil Morris, Jacqueline Obradors. Uh, this is one of, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, one of the quote-unquote failed experiments that Disney had to combine 3D and 2D animation in the early 2000s, the other one being Treasure Planet, which we talked about earlier uh, this year, mm -hmm. and yeah, came up uh, with uh, you picking the number on my list, and... I'm so good at picking numbers, man. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, so before I get into my thoughts, I want to hear what your thoughts, because you had seen this before, this is my first time, <laughs> What what were your thoughts now and later and earlier and before yes and uh i'll start with the before sure. uh back when i was a wee little babe of a man um i thought as a young child there's so many good disney movies out there why is this one getting all the all the love i thought this fucking movie was overrated as shit when i first saw it <laughs> Like, uh, I, di I didn't watch Treasure Planet, at least, like, for, for a while when I was yeah. younger. Um, so I couldn't even, like, compare to the, like, the Atlantis and, and Treasure Planet hype between the two. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But I always known that Atlantis got like so much hype. I had watched parts of this before and I was just like, this movie is dog shit. I guess is how I sounded as a small child. Oh, Um, boy. This movie's dog shit. This thing sucks ass. Um, (laughs) But no, I always I always thought this movie was overrated. But I rewatched it uh, after I graduated at some point. Um, and it, I, I, I got a lot on, I, I alleviated a lot of the, you know, overrated shit. I was like, okay, let me, I could, I could see why people are liking this a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I think I, I gave it, I actually gave it a, a four, uh, which is kind of surprising. Cause I don't remember liking it when, I, or liking it that much when I first saw it mm-hmm. or not first saw it, but, uh, you know, rewatching it. Um, and then this time I I was even more lighter like on it. I was like, okay, yeah, this is like genuinely enjoyable. Like there's not a moment where I at least really got super bored in any way. Uh, there's I really didn't like that they kind of it it felt like they rushed the first 15 minutes getting to it. Like uh, well, like I it, said in the intro, they the whole aver- like all the advertisings around the submarine, the submarine's in like 3 minutes. Yeah. Before it gets sunk. Mm-hmm. Like all all of the plots, obviously, you know, in the place that it's named after, yeah, uh, Atlantis. But I feel like the journey to get there was so stretched thin. Instead of like being like this great journey, I, you know, it's a kids' movie. It can only be so long. But a solid fifteen extra minutes on just like the journey to get to Atlantis mm-hmm. would have been fantastic. I mean, it was like like a nice little montage. Or but if like, we got to see the place that shall not be named at all. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but like, it just felt like the journey to get there didn't have any like struggles. Like, yeah. like obviously, the fucking thing got the their submarine got sunk by a uh, a leviathan of sorts, mm-hmm. uh, whatever their the hell the defense mechanism was down there. Um, but. Like, other than that, it didn't feel like there was any real danger because, like, it was like a montage of just getting there. Like, it yeah. just, not that, you know, there had to be danger, but, like, it it could have been such a good, good, solid stretch of, like, an Indiana Jones, like, journey of just, like, trying to find this lost thing. And they were like, hop on board. We already know where this fucking thing is. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, other than that, there's like I don't really have too many flaws with this anymore. Um, do I still think people hype it up like crazy? Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, like I've I've also accepted the fact that it, it is a good movie now as a as a man child. Yeah. Yeah. But now getting to your thoughts, what do you think of it? Uh, so I, I agree where I was kind of worried that it was going to be overhyped when I watched Mm -hmm. it, uh, to an extent it was, um, uh, and if I'm honest, a lot of my notes would just be for a better story in general, not necessarily a better (laughs) kids movie, but a better story, like, because they straight up just show that Atlantis was a real place in the beginning, uh, mm-hmm. Which completely gets rid of the mystery. Yes, I know we're going to see a movie called Atlantis. In the trailers, they show that it's real. But if we're talking from a storytelling standpoint, you got to build the mystery up, even though people at know it's going to happen. At least a little um, bit. So either don't show Atlantis at all in the beginning, mm-hmm. or show more of it. Show before the the uh, 
inciting incident happened that made Atlanta sink to the ocean. Because mm. uh, they just start with it in in peril. Um, you know, where, where people are running from, was it a wave or, or aliens? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> they're being a... They're a being deity? A, a deity, yeah. Uh, so they they just start with that and so we're not really getting any emotional weight from it other than that there's a kid uh say what you want uh, when you watch a movie and then there is a kid that is not necessarily an automatic i am feeling the emotion that the, these people are feeling uh yeah. now if we're talking about real life that's different cuz you know it's real when you know it's fake that's one thing um so I feel like they either needed to get rid of the opening where they showed Atlantis altogether, or add Com- more. Completely to, cut it. Yeah, yeah, I, or, I think so. Or or show more of yeah. how Atlantis was, like a, a five to ten minute sequence of how Atlantis was, and what caused the sinking, rather than just a line of dialogue that they have later. Um, of how course, did, how did how did they get the book of the Atlantean language? Uh, they got it in Iceland. Showing that, how they got a hold of that research beforehand, like his grandfather's like research, and, like, yeah, before he passed, and then like kind of having like Milo like in like the background or having like a picture of Milo in like his grandfather's pocket or some shit, yeah, kind of like you know, kind of passing the torch in a way, like okay, grandfather's doing this research while all this shit obviously it's probably happened to eighty five hundred years ago or some shit yeah but doing like a whole like a whole thing like a whole story of the before like the actual crash of atlantis like it's a stock market or some shit um but yeah it would have been absolutely anything anything in the beginning to extend it 15 minutes mm-hmm. would have been sick yeah so if they they mentioned that the the book is in iceland and then just don't show that at all uh <laughs> Which is a tease for me because, you know, I'm, I'm allowed to say it because it's part of the movie. Uh, yeah. Well, I got really excited when they mentioned Iceland. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I get to see what animators in the, in the early 2000s <laughs> you, thought Iceland you, looked like. You saw him write out Ireland and you're like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. And then well, no, I like Ireland too. I was, like, <laughs> I was excited about Ireland too, but, uh, you know, I, I have more recent memories of Iceland. Yeah. And then he calls himself a cartographer. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you who don't know what that means, it means that he makes maps. Yeah. That was the most inaccurate map of Iceland I had ever seen. It didn't have the the uh, southern peninsula region. Yes, I have this on Google because it's getting the correct <laughs> names. Uh, it didn't have the western fjords. Uh, it was pretty much just a blob. Yeah. And, and had the general shape correct, I guess, but none of the details. Uh, and then... Like like a little tease, like a little a little strip tease. They're like, Ooh. hey, we're gonna go to Iceland. Never mind. They found it already, and here's a picture of them finding it. You don't yeah. get to go to Iceland at all, Glenn. Not even a lick of ice. Instead, we're gonna go with all these Soviet soldiers into the submarine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only say that because they had a shovel and pick axe <laughs> uh, um, logo. Uh, but yeah, so so I feel like you're absolutely you nailed it on the head. They definitely rushed the beginning, and then as I mentioned many times already, once they're on the submarine, which was in heavily a lot of the advertisements, yeah. that submarine's there for three minutes. You don't get any <laughs> bit of their life on the submarine. It's hey, we're on this submarine. Oh, 
Uh, this is your new roommate. Our oh, wait, trick no. is done. Congrats. Tr- wait, no, never mind. It's not your new roommate. We're going to destroy this submarine, and you have to go elsewhere. <laughs> uh, so they just set up a and lot was, of stuff. It was only a seven-hour voyage, too. Yeah. Like, uh, they, so, they, they fucking, uh, the, the, the shit sank within seven hours. Yeah, of it's a seven-hour voyage, and, like, I know the they probably... did they even have beds for? Yeah, what was the point of having beds? It was just, it's weird. Um... But Again, enough. It's a kids' un- movie. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kids' movie. Enough negativity. Uh, I thought the art style was uh, was great. I, I really enjoyed how it looked. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely had that modern classic feel that only animated movies after Toy Story, but before that uh, they shut down the I majority of was, Disney animation. I wish there was more movies with this style. I agree. I mean, um, I, I understand budgetary reasons, and it takes a long time. But man, these movies like felt like something instead yeah. of just whatever I mean, we're getting. The last that's the thing with analog years. versus versus digital. It's I'm pretty sure these were hand drawn. I could be wrong. Had, uh, it's it's hand drawn. If it's if it is hand drawn at all, it's mixed with computer uh, generated animation, um, which is still generated by a human. You know, just because it's computer generated. Back then, I mean, now with AI, it's a little different, yeah. but uh, it it feels more authentic and real when you can tell that someone touched what we are looking at, mm. um, physically touched, not just you know touched <laughs> with a cursor or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it's it's definitely a style that I miss. Uh, I think the last one that Disney released, at least, was Princess and the Frog. Um, I oh, could be yeah. mistaken. I haven't watched that still. Really? That's actually, mm. as far really? as like a princess movie goes, that I liked was like it a lot. The cusp of me getting out of Disney movies yeah. at, at that age. You're, like, you're in between your, uh, your first uh, Disney era and your Disney resurgence, which every adult has at some point. Yeah. Where they start liking much. Disney again. Um, and but, I'm falling out of it again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but I, again. I I do appreciate that even though it's rushed, mm-hmm. the sinking of the submarine uh, definitely shows that there's like a dangerous element to it, which is missing in a lot of Disney movies, especially nowadays. Maybe not so much back then, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I liked that. You know, I mean, you straight up see what's her name the um, oh God, what's her name. Where are you at? Where are you at? Audrey. Uh, you see her close a, a door on a, a guy who's trying to escape, but he's not going to make it in time, so she closes the door on him. Uh, mm-hmm. You see a bunch of people die in a kid's movie. It's, yeah, they they even straight up state that uh, there was like 200 people on that boat. Mm-hmm. They're on the sub, and then that, there's maybe like a quarter of that standing there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they I don't think they could have drawn a quarter, like 50 people, but... Uh, there was like a good group of people that you could tell was not two hundred people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And they had like a whole speech of like you know we had we had good people on that goddamn boat. Yeah. And yeah, it like that 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 danger felt like oh shit, there was a lot of people on that boat and there was actually mm-hmm. repercussions to it. Damn, that's nutty. One of the biggest things that I had trouble grasping, and again, I know it's a kids' movie. <laughs> I know. I know that it's it takes logical leaps for the sake of the children. Think but, of the children. Think of the children. But they said uh, what that it 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 
Atlantis sunk like 8,000 years before they see, saw them. Or I, I think he says that uh, Princess Kaida is 8,000 years old or something like that. Kida. Kida Kaida. She's uh, 85, roughly 8,500 years old. 8,500. So, yeah, around then, because she was, she was but a child when it yes, sank. She said, that, she said that she saw it. She yeah. saw it go down. So, uh, so when that went down, English was not a language. Hmm. There was no way for them to even like know <laughs> the the origins of English because the origins of English were so far away. Dude, they had Wi-Fi, from... man. Get over <laughs> it. But then, like, English is also like uh, uh, it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different languages. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that they would just be able to pick it up because they'd be like, that word's Germanic, that word's Latin. Well, did you ever think of this? Maybe they created English. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Shut your <laughs> dirty, filthy, whore mouth, Glenn. Conspiracy theorying You here. shut your mouth right now. <laughs> I mean, again, I know it's a kid's movie, but when, yeah. they, when that happened, I would have much preferred, rather than her being like, oh, yeah, we speak English, uh, uh, to either it not be acknowledged at all, mm-hmm. um, or have a scene where he is teaching her, and then, she already knows so many, she would have picked it up quick. Yes, and then everyone else just speaks Atlantean and is subtitled, or she yeah. translates for them uh, until towards the end when you can... Well, that would have took too long, and they've got a plan to heist the fuck out of these guys. So, yeah, with, sorry, with Mike, the, uh, but your logic isn't logicking. <laughs> the, the mixture of uh, General Patton and John Wayne character, yeah. uh, I think his name's Rourke. God, I mean, he was a good villain, but like I hated him so much, and and you know you're supposed to hate him. <laughs> I liked all the characters. The characters were great. I'll tell you one thing though. See, so you've got this thing with toxic, dark-haired women. I have this thing. Not with toxic. toxic. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> well, same category, different, different, uh, different breed, shall we say? Yeah. I've got. Uh, a thing for uh, crazy blonde women. So look at that. God, Helga. Yeah, she, Thank God when I was a child, I didn't think about this how, movie too often. How? I just want to know how, back then, did all of these animators get away with just, like, creating sexual awakenings for youth? Like... Because they're sitting there, they're like... That's another one in the books, baby. God damn, that's hot. <laughs> and they're going to think so, this too. I'm not 30. a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things they get away with. This, yeah. like her, like Meg like and Hercules. The movie. Yeah, oh my God. Don't stop. No, don't stop, actually. <laughs> like, during this movie, her, like, um, her, like, camp, her tank top strap, her cami strap, her dress straps are all falling off. So she's out there being fucking strong, independent Sultry. woman out there. God damn, boxing people. And shit like that, being sexy, doing it. I, I've got a fucking movie, man. <laughs> Unrealistic <laughs> expectations. I, I said that we would uh, try to avoid talking about Princess Kaida. I didn't know we'd be <laughs> talking about Helga. I'll talk um, about Helga all day. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, oh my god. Helga, man. I gotta take a drink. <laughs> I gotta cool off with this hot tea. But you know who I, I really liked? Mm. The Atlantean king who does not have a name. 
yeah. that bald head and beard. Oh yeah. I didn't even think of that to be Leonard Nimoy at all. Yeah. I mean I But also the only to be I fair, the only yeah. reason I would know him it would be not even from Star Trek, the start like the newer Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. So like I don't even what else was he in actually? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I opened up like to see what his other credits are. Literally, all the top ones are just fucking Star Trek. Star- well, yeah, that's that's what he's best known for. Yeah, he could have had like one other big one in there, but no, nah, they just gave him everything Star yeah. Trek. Um, I I do enjoy. Uh, I don't have too much else to say, but I, I enjoy how it discusses the ethics of archaeology. Um, mm. before it was even like a, a mainstream topic where it's just like, this isn't ours to take. This doesn't belong to us. Um, and, and stuff like that. Uh, of course it was a little bit higher stakes, uh, because the things they were taking were going to actively kill the, the people. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you really get to it, the, the whole colonization, uh, while not, you know, inherently causing of death it caused death like well it it takes away immortality basically like if you take the whitewashed version of colonization it doesn't cause death but it does cause death Mm -hmm. uh so so that was kind of uh, you know what it was going for a little bit with uh, the taking of the heart of atlantis and all that um so yeah I, i enjoyed that for the most part uh i still think it's a very overrated movie i thought it was fine um i think there are better uh animations from the time to to lose your shit about uh but yeah i'm not gonna tell people not to like it i i think it's funny that it ends with milo staying behind Mm -hmm. and yet the there's a sequel there's a sequel called the um, return of milo but that might be the return to the surface now that i'm saying it out loud yeah milo's return um, let's see, Milo and Kato reunite with their is friends. Is Michael Trey in that? No, James Arnold Taylor plays Milo. Oh. I wonder if this is, if it was, like, too much for him to handle doing a voice. I don't even oh, know Oh, with this Parkinson's? Out. Yeah. It came out two years later, so I don't think it was too bad. Yeah, or uh, maybe it, he was just like, nah, I'm good, dog. Those yeah. Disney well, I mean, sequels aren't great. Yeah, back back then, though. Uh, he was also Disney, doing Stuart Little, so. <laughs> yeah, Disney sequels back then were straight to DVD, so he probably was just like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, pretty much Cree Summer, Don Novello. Don Novello was hilarious. He was my favorite character as Vinny, yeah. uh, the, the Italian explosives guy. Explosive dude. Everybody um, was great as far as, like, it goes. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. obviously was great. I didn't even think Jim Varney was in this until I, I saw his thing, his credit. And then he, I guess, passed right before this. Yeah, put Cookie. Who's Cookie? Cookie was the old dude, the the cook. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, every, like, Cree Summer, was, she was fantastic. She has such a great voice. Yeah. Fucking Helga. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I, all the voices were great. I, I We didn't really touch on, you know, the story in Atlantis itself, but... I mean, it's pretty standard. It's 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 straightforward. It's Milo. your colonization movie where, yeah. where the the white man falls in love with the princess of the tribe. Uh, I think the, there's a, there's a there's a so it's the exact more or less plot of Pocahontas. 
yeah. uh, with like the 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 leader or the governor as it is in Pocahontas, uh, trying to exploit the tribe and all that, and so it's the same. There's nothing unique about the plot at all, other than the location. Um, well, that's what I was getting to next. Um, is like it. I really liked the location, the setting of everything. Like just everything wasn't like, oh, we've got these fish. We've got these fish that you guys have or something like that. It was like different breeds, different stuff, different going on. Yeah. And I really liked everything about it. Like even like, I don't know what the fuck you want to call it. Celestials. They, they were a cool thing too. Yeah. Or sentinels. Uh, something like that. The, the big guys holding up a shield from yeah, the I volcano. Think I think they're called sentinels. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. I guess celestials would just be the deities, huh? Celestial means like star. Like made out of stars. So yeah, yeah. deity, I think. A deity. Um so like I thought the whole setting was really cool. Like it it's got it's got a great like building block on like a, a like such a great story and it could I just wish it was a little bit longer. There's <laughs> ever since this movie came out there has been mad immense amounts of people fan ficking or like fan fan casting i should say not ficking what the fuck is that even a <laughs> word fan casting this and a lot right now is driving me crazy because guess guess who they want to cast is milo and guess who they want to cast is kita tom holland and zendaya yep like right now i'm like okay, i don't want to so see tom holland in anything right now <laughs> i saw this Thing. And so, so obviously the, the big thing about like having people play, like having, uh, people of, of, um, I don't know what the phrase is like minorities and, and, uh, uh, like, like LGBTQ people to only be played by actors who identify as that there are, and that's genuinely generally like pushed by Gen Zers. There are so many Gen Zers I saw that said Zendaya should play the live action Moana when she Why? is not Polynesian at all. Don't get me fucking started on the whole. So, so like <laughs> the what, whole what, red, what? Red, redhead are, thing are, too. Are, are all are all are all uh, color uh, people of color the the same? Like Hawaiians yeah. and black people are the same? Like, come on. A, a a half black woman should not play a Polynesian, and I feel no, like that's I mean, not. There's, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> there's these create like these characters are cre- like what the fuck I'm, we're two white guys, but <laughs> but like these. Well, characters I just are thought it was funny that Gen that Zers specific, were pushing like they love like, Zendaya so much that they're willing to overlook the fact that she's not Polynesian to play Moana. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I I think it's I don't I, I that I I like them both. I'm so tired of seeing Tom Holland, even though I he is he's good and stuff. But mm, is he? He hasn't he, been good since he's the impossible in my good mind. Good in stuff. I didn't say he was great in stuff. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> like I, this is now the second Michael J. Fox role that people want him to play because <laughs> they really want him to play in Back to the Future too. Um, also, isn't that, there's? Fuck, I don't. I don't even know who I would fan cast as Helga. Oh my god, I would like to see a solid new Vanessa cast Kirby if, as Helga. Stop. <laughs> it's it's almost I, impossible for me, but did I'm I moist. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, I mean, I would like to see, if they ever did make this a live action, which they, they never might, but then again, like in a hundred years, or if they keep doing this remake surgence that they're doing right now, um, we might eventually see it. But I would like to see like a new cast, specifically with the cast they've got, because it's diversified as fuck. They've got yeah. uh, a Latina, uh, or his, I don't know the correct terminology, so I'm sorry. Young white guy, old white guy, yep. liberal white guy, conservative yep. white guy. And then Italian's French not a white, white guy. guy. You gotta be careful there. I mean, they're a spicy white on, guy. Depends on who you ask. The Mediterranean. I feel like there's there's a very diverse cast here. And I would just like to see new people. I would like to see a, a good cast and just like it, prolong the journey to get there, prolong the history before the journey to get there. Mm-hmm. I would like to see if they ever did a live action. I would love to see them just instead of like just milking like, oh, here's, you know, here's everything you, you know, show them going to Iceland. Do anything like it'd be cool. But um, I think I think it would be a great uh, live action uh, portrayal yeah um oh speaking of iceland when i was in Vic, uh which is on the southern coast of iceland uh-huh. there was a film crew there and i'm like all of their signs were in english granted they might just do that because they know they have a lot of tourists mm-hmm. but i'm very very interested to see what they were filming that day because i would yeah how do you even keep tabs on that i have no idea <laughs> Iceland's a major thing. I just got to look for in the next like six months to a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. I got to see what movies were filmed in, in Vic in the south coast of Iceland. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know terribly too much that I have to say either. Yeah. Uh, I think it. Yes. It's a standard plot. The plot didn't really impress me. Uh, the animation is good. Uh, I think the animation in Treasure Planet's a little bit better. Uh, if if I have to pick, obviously they're two different films. Um, uh huh. And I feel like the jokes in this because they're obvious jokes. They didn't land as well as they did in Treasure Planet. So I don't know. I'm yeah, but it's it's overall enjoyable. I think it is overrated though. <laughs> um, yeah. I, th- I mean, without. I'm not trying to compare it too much. I wish Disney didn't fuck Treasure Planet so hard. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I do think this is structured a little bit better. Um, yeah, maybe. yeah, I'd agree. And I, I thought I thought the characters were likable. Everybody was fun. And I, I, I thought it was funny, like a good chunk of moments. I didn't get bored in it. Um, but do I still think people overhype the shit out of it? A little bit, yeah. Like, but I, I, I now am not on that same level I was with my teenage angst and mm-hmm. lesser than that uh, year-wise. Yeah. Uh, being like, you fucking suck. Ooh. God, that blonde's hot. Ooh. Oh, hell sucks. Otherwise. <laughs> Ugh. I'll tell you what. When she fell off that ship and then came back up and drop-kicked his fucking chin. God. <laughs> the raging. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> was it like me and Little Mermaid where I go, oh. I thought I was camping. I was pitching tents. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. All right. You got anything else to say? 
Uh, no, that's that is it. All right, it. so that unfortunately does it for our review for Atlantis: The Lost <laughs> Empire. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not it goes to the Gaffa Shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. This was my week to pick, even though Glenn mm-hmm. picked, but I, it's on my list. Uh, I get to go first. Uh, mm, it would have been an easier decision if I saw that uh, Lost or Treasure Planet was not on our list, but it is on the shelf. Ooh. Uh, I was going to ask you that because that would have made my decision yeah. a little bit easier. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I it's it's. I want to say no, but it's also. Hey man, it's a fifty-fifty podcast. Yeah. You say whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to say no. It didn't impress me as much. Mm. I don't remember why we put Treasure Planet on. Uh, but I'm sure re-listen. we had reasons. Yeah, re-listen. Um, I think uh, a lot of it was that it was being held back. Yeah. Um, but for you know, what it I think was, it was right. really good. I've, I don't think this one was held back nearly as much as Treasure mm. Planet was. Uh, I mean, Princess Kaida is... Oh, she's a she's a babe! Uh, <laughs> if, if we want to quote uh, Wayne's World. Yep. Uh, so is Helga, if you want to... Twing! Twing! Yeah. Um, Audrey looks like she's 15, so I'm not even going to go there. Nope, I, you uh, can't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's... I, I just don't think it really deserves to be on the shelf personally. There it is, folks. Um, I think if we if I was waiting for uh, you to tell me if we if we did put Treasure Planet on, if we did, I think this one definitely uh, goes on then um, because you can't to me if you you can't have one without the other. Although you know what? fuck it, you've persuaded no, no, me. No, 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 no. You already said it. It's the the line is drawn. Well, I can I edit this one, so I can. Are <laughs> you I want. bastard? <laughs> what is Glenn yelling at? <laughs> um, no, I think I think personally, I think I think this was good. Like, I, is it overrated a little bit? Yeah, but I think yeah. the overall. I honestly movie think it was the itself, hype. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. The the hype was more for this than it was for uh, Treasure Planet. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I was more disappointed in this one because it had more hype than Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do agree that if Treasure Planet's on there for whatever reason, we should yeah. put Atlantis on there as well. I, I, I think so. Like it doesn't, yeah. it, it, if you're trying, if you're not comparing it at all, I think this movie's solid and well, that's hard to say cause we're now we're trying to be like oh, if treasure planet's on there go for it I, yeah. I think overall for me even if we didn't put treasure planet on i still think this movie as an overall is good enough i really i really like the art style of course mm-hmm. i've said it multiple times now i just wish it was 15 minutes longer yeah. um, but other than that i i personally think it goes on the shelf yeah and i'm okay with that I, it's teetering but it's yeah. on there so yeah, it's it's just just hanging. It's teetering. It's hanging. It's it's like when you come to house sit and you pull the shelves halfway off, <laughs> or the DVDs halfway off. Yeah, that's every like time that. I come. Well, yeah. Speaking of, that's probably coming uh, coming up again soon, huh? No, maybe for what? Leave, leave, so I can watch movies. Leave. I mean, you could just come over and watch movies. That's fine. Maybe when you start Godzilla. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll 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 let you I'll, know when I start. I Godzilla. almost watched one today. I don't even yeah. remember which one, but I almost did. Yeah. Well. Atlantis, The Lost Empire is teetering, but does go on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. Mm-hmm. That brings us to our assignment for next week. Glenn. Well. It's your turn to pick. What ooh, are we watching? This one was a pretty easy one for me this week. Um, I didn't even have to dive too deep into the catalog that I've got for us. 
Uh, a couple weeks back, you told me about a little movie that is now on the Criterion channel. I don't think I picked it the week after you told me. I don't remember what I even picked the last time, but uh, anyway. I'm trying now to remember this conversation. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you real quick. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a little string of time in like 2020, 2021, where I was just watching Al Pacino movies. And oh, yeah. this one wasn't on any of them. And I heard it was obviously one of the best ones that he's got. Uh, other than you know the Godfather, but I already watched that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna Godfather we're gonna Part s- Two, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna slip into something a little silly willy uh, and watch a little Dog Day Afternoon. Keep talking like nothing was wrong. Freeze! Nobody move! Get over there! Okay. I can't do it, Sonny. All right, let him out. Let him out! What are you doing in there? We got you completely by the balls. You don't believe me? I'm looking you right in the eye. I'm telling you, there's a way out of this thing. We got the hostages. We make the demands. We get a helicopter here. It lands on the roof and takes us to a jet. Is there any special country you want to go to? Wyoming. Three amateur bank robbers plan to hold up a bank. A nice, simple robbery. Walk in, take the money, and run. Unfortunately, the supposedly uncomplicated heist suddenly becomes a bizarre nightmare as everything that could go wrong does. Directed by Sidney Lumet. Lumet. Damn it! (laughs) Well, it's also written by Frank Pearson, P.F. Cluge. Probably. Hopefully. <laughs> Thomas Moore uh, stars Al Pacino, John Cazale, uh, Penelope Allen, Sully Boyer, uh, Carol Kane, Amy Levitt. Levitt. The ones that don't have profile pictures scare me. <laughs> it's <laughs> it like, who, they're not paying who money. are you, you mysterious figure? It who just means you? they're not paying money. Your, your IMDb profile doesn't have a picture. Well, that's because somebody didn't put one for me. Because <laughs> you ha- you have to pay money. Yeah, I don't. It's like do that. I can't do. I mean, I could pay money to I'm, do it. But I'm not I'm, in enough to care to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and I love you, but not that much because it's like no, no, no. It's like hundred fifty dollars a year. I would not. No, oh my god. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't ask you to do that anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's been on the watch list for a long time. Mm. Rated R, a nice little two hours five minutes. Yes. I'm. I'm I'm getting sweaty just thinking about it. I'm so excited. I have excited. seen this, and I'm going to withhold everything until next week. That's a good boy. Yes. So, Dog Day Afternoon is our assignment for next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com, on Instagram, where you're Keystone underscore film underscore review, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Keystone Film Review, and on Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we tell the true story of a man trying to... to, to get money so his girlfriend can get a sex change. Oh, thank God. It's based on a true story. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why he's robbing the bank. It's definitely based on a true story. Somebody would do it today for sure. And I know a transgender woman is involved. 
Oh. I don't remember the exact details, but we'll we'll find out next week. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.